Hello. Welcome to this podcast called Finding Inspiration. It's a 20 or so minute weekly podcast where we interview someone with an amazing story. After the show, I know you're going to feel energized, invigorated, and inspired. I'm Jennifer Weissman. Welcome to Finding Inspiration. Oren Blitzblau lost both eyes to a suicide bomber, but that didn't stop him. He went on to run an Ironman, blind, and he broke the world record for the fastest sightless triathlete. What inspired him? What was in his head? Let's find out. Oren, can you take us back and tell me what happened in your life? I know there was a terrible accident. Can you tell us about the accident? What happened, where you were, how old you were, and kind of a snapshot of that moment in time? Yeah. First of all, it's a great opportunity to share my story with you, Jennifer. Thank you for the invitation. My pleasure. In January 2005, I was the intelligence officer of Brigade 188, an armed brigade, and we were posted in Gaza Strip. Got some information. There is a suspect that is tending to pass Gaza Strip from the northern part to the south southern part of the Gaza Strip, and we have opportunity to catch him on the, one of the main junctions. Unfortunately, the arrest failed, and I was severely injured. I was a major these days. And we work with Secret Service with the Shin Bet. Unfortunately, Odette Sharon was killed immediately, and I was severely injured. The glasses that I was wearing uh, broke into my eyes due to the blast from the suicide bomber. I was wearing a ceramic vest, actually saved my life, but broke my ribs into my lungs. Wow. And uh, I was all burned in my hands, my legs, etc. And I woke up after three days in intensive care and I realized I don't see this is like in three minutes, 17 years backwards. Wow. Uh, and how old were you at that point? I was 29. I was 29. I was married only for 15 months. Okay. We were married only 15 months. So you were in the hospital, you realized you were blind. Were you told you'd never be able to see again? No, actually, it wasn't so clear cut. I lost one eye in the injury, totally. And the nurse in intensive care told me uh, you were severely injured in the eyes. So I asked her both eyes and she said, no, uh, your right eye is gone. But there is a slight chance that you will have a friction of sight in the left eye. And do you? It did. I had, no, I had uh, for like several years, a friction of sight in the left eye. I could see light, but five years ago, I lost it completely. So uh, you're completely blind now, 100%. Yeah. Do you see shadows? No. Nothing. No, nothing. We, the clinical definition is called NLP. It's uh, called no light perception. No light perception. Okay. Yeah. And I'm wearing two prosthesis right now. Wow. In both eyes. Yes. Wow. Okay. So you recovered. You Obviously, you had a number of surgeries at the hospital. How long did it take for you to get home again to your wife? Not to my wife. She was with me. <laughs> she was with me in the hospital the whole time for 45 days. After 45 days, I came back home. And after eight months, I went back to army service to another 10 years and complete in the end, 20 years of active duty in the army. Amazing. 10 years as an officer with eyes, 10 years as a blind person. And as a blind person, what did you do in the idea? Were you st- I was in the intelligence corps. My last four years was in the elite unit, 8200. Yep. And I learned their uh, cyber. Amazing. So at a certain point, you were blind, you were leaving, you were in the army. And what? Mm-hmm. at what point did you decide you were going to start physically working um, towards a goal of being an Ironman? Was that a conscious decision? How did that happen? And was there a moment in your life when you decided you 
you were not going to be a victim. You were going to get your life together. You were going to go forward and focus on your physical body and train and go out into the world as an athlete. Well, I will answer for the second question. A week after when I was in conscience, I spoke to Nitsan, my wife. I told her, babe, give me two, three months. I'm going back to active duty. So it didn't take uh, three months. It took eight months. And I realized I want to go back to active service. Because in my point of view, as a person who has his degree on political science and national security, I realized that if I'm letting this terror organization change my life, that's their biggest win. The fact that I went back to do the same things I've done before as injured was my biggest win. And I didn't change my career. This is the first step. But going back to my first love, sport wasn't so easy due to the burns and the blast injuries. So it took it like almost two years. I have a big faith in small steps. Started with 1K running. That's it. And 2Ks and 3Ks. When I was able to go into the water, to the swimming pool, I started like 100 meters, 200 meters. Then I started cycling on a tandem bike with a partner. And it was fun. It was fun, but I'm getting bored really fast. Like cycling in a park wasn't so fun to me. So we went out in the road with some team partners, like with the big teams and not alone. Because, you know, cycling in Israel alone, it's uh, quite dangerous. Yes, I and, uh, <laughs> I drive and, here. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the days, like, I'm training in uh, Bet Alochem. It's our veteran house. One of my friends told me, listen, there is a paratriathlon. Like, there is a triathlon for blind people that are doing the, the race with one guy, the all three events, swimming, cycling, running. And I said, wow, this sounds nice. And it started, like, easily, very easily, 2011. And 2012, I was uh, third in the European champ. And it's, like, was growing and developing. And the end of the road, like, in August 2018, I completed the Ironman uh, distance in Sweden and I had a great day I don't know from where but I broke the world record for a blind category in uh, 2018 August 2018 I read that about you and hear how you have this willpower um, you said your friend said to you there's uh, triathlons for blind people and <laughs> you thought that sounded nice did you at that point say I'm gonna, just going to try it and see how I do I mean how much of your physical body was ready for a triathlon Triathlon, which is, I think, what, 112 bike, uh, 26 mile run and a two and a half mile swim. Is that right? Uh, this is amazing what is happening right now. In, you know, in the States, when you're saying triathlon, you just like elaborated right now the, the Ironman distances. Yeah. But triathlon, there are, uh, the part triathlon is a spring triathlon. It's 750 meters swimming, 20 kilometers cycling and uh, 5K is running. This is the part triathlon distance. It's only like 65, uh, 60 minutes race. Okay, I It's see. very short. It's very, it's very intensive, but very, very, very short and this is was my first goal this is was my first goal most people think that triathlon is only the long distance like the ironman distances but the part triathlon is a spring triathlon that's 700 meters swimming 20 kilometers cycling on a tandem bike and a 5k running in the end of the road and this is was my fair like my first my first race actually from a race to race i achieved better better and better results afterwards i went to the olympic distances that's actually twice it's a 1500 meters swimming 40k cycling and 10k running and then the half distance and then the full distance of the Ironman but the Olympic the Paralympic distance is the sprint triathlon that's uh, as I was saying 750 20 and 5k running okay let me ask you like a logistical question that I'm dying to know mm -hmm. you, you ride your bike on a tandem obviously you know you're in the back correct that's right yeah. okay yeah obviously and how oh. do you how do you run I mean do you practice that route how do you is it disorienting no it's this no no it's 
it's with a guide. They're always swimming, cycling, and running with a guide. I am running. I'm holding a tether, and the guide is actually like 20 centimeters, 50 centimeters behind me. He's not allowed to pull me, and he's not allowed to push me. He's only give me. He's giving me only the direction. The, the directions. Yes. He's not allowed to touch me. Only on a just in U-turns on a sharp uh, sharp curves. He's allowed to touch me. But this is the way you're competing as a blind person. And is this the same person you travel around the world with? Do you have the same guide? No, I, yes. In the in races, yes, yes. In training, mm-hmm. I'm using, while training, I'm using a lot of guides' help. But in the competition, is is uh, one person. There were like several guys along the way, along the years, yes. But uh, but now you have your, the race. your person. Yes. I see. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you think you would be doing in your life if you hadn't found um, triathlon? So w- do you have any can idea? We, can we use the F word? You can use any word you want. Yeah. Well, I have no fucking clue, my love. <laughs> okay. okay. And, uh, it's like it's like 17 years, 17 years in January. And, uh, you know, life shifted uh, dramatically. Yes. And dealing, that's my, like, you know, this is my state of mind. Like dealing, what if, what if it won't happen? What if, what if, what if? It's a waste of time and energy and frustrations. And it's the reason I'm not dealing with it, not because of my PTSD, like thinking like negative ways and all that stuff. It's not because of it, because I, I think it's useful. You, you I think, think it's it, really, yeah. it's, a, it's not useful. Sorry. I, I really think it, it's like waste of time. It's a waste of time. I see. Yeah. So what do you tell young kids? I've read that you volunteer and you work with young children. What do you tell them to inspire them to have that same attitude that not waste your time? Don't think about what ifs. How do you tell them? Well, you counsel them? It's all a matter of decision. And you're taking the, if you need, actually, if you're going to open a dictionary and look for the true translation of the word decision in Latin, the translation is a time to cut the word decision. It's all a matter of decision. You, when you're taking a decision, you are cutting a thing and there won't be any change in your life if you won't take decision it's a matter of decision it's a matter of choice it's in your control or not in your control it's a matter of hard work and only then only then you will be able to achieve your goals otherwise speaking with you in a podcast and flattering myself won't help me to reach my new goals okay and, uh, people are usually have more dreams than reality i don't think it's a bad thing to dream about your goals but in the same time you have to realize that you will be able to achieve them only by working hard. Not everybody are super talented. Not everybody are Tom Brady or Michael Phelps. Most of us are not, or the majority of us, big majority of us are not. And if the people are not realize, realizing that, they are uh, usually being a big frustration. And this is my main uh, objective in my talks with children. You, you share that the decision making is on you. You have the power to control it and your life is your own destiny, I think is how you're phrasing it. Yes, even though you are severely injured. Yes, there are things you can do. And there are things you cannot do. If you cannot do them, I can be a sniper, right? Right. You have to deal with what there is here and now. How can I control it? I have it. Okay, great. Let's make it the best of it. Otherwise, you won't reach a thing. Or and you're, yeah. you're very amazing. The word inspiring, you are the definition of that. You are an incredible human being. I don't, I've never met anybody with the willpower to not just continue on, but to break barriers. And thank you. I really appreciate you taking some time today, sharing with me and, um, is there is there anything else that you think would be important to share with the people that are listening? No, no. just keep smiling. Keep smiling. <laughs> That's the best we can do. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us this week on Finding Inspiration. Hey, 
I would appreciate it if you would click on that subscribe button and share this podcast with a friend. See you next week. I'm Jennifer Weissman.